Durham is too late to stop the madness. A special counsel report chronicles how intelligence agencies engineered a national hysteria, but its publication comes too late to reverse the damage. I read special counsel John Durham's report on matters related to intelligence activities and investigations arising out of the 2016 presidential campaigns yesterday in a state I can only describe as psychic exhaustion. As Sue Schmidt's eight key takeaways summary shows, the stuff in this report should kill the Trump-Russia conspiracy theory ten times over. But we know better than that. This story never dies. Every time you shoot at it, it splits into six new deep state fantasies. I've given up. Nearly seven years ago, this idiotic tale dropped into my relatively uncomplicated life like a grenade, upending professional relationships, friendships, even family life. Those of us in media who were skeptics, or even just uninterested, were cast out as from a religious sect. Colleagues unironically called us denialists, denounced in the best case as pathological wreckers and refuseniks, in the worst as literal agents of the FSB. Especially through March 22, 2019, when the devastating news broke that the report of special counsel Robert Mueller would be delivered without new indictments, the vehemence of this national wigout was breathtaking. Jail Trumpism truly became a religion during this time. I remember walking down the corridor of our Jersey City apartment building to walk the dog, hearing Rachel Maddow's nightly crazy cast blasting out from behind door after door, like the songs of Ankar filling a Cambodian village. News was an endless Millerite sit-in, with Anchors Daily preaching the beginning of the end. These calls grew in intensity, heading into the Christmas season before Mueller's report dropped. That winter, after a year plus of waiting for the sound of judicial hoofbeats on rooftops, Grown men and women across the country composed heartfelt wish lists to the inaccessible special counsel who, no kidding at all, became the cosmopolitan adults Santa Claus. I hope future historians see it, but in case they don't, can we take a moment to remember how bananas it was? Recall the women of Saturday Night Live singing, Muller, all I want for Christmas is you. Sick of hearing breaking news in Giuliani's interviews, our balls are fully blue. Muller, all I want for Christmas is you. We don't need a long-ass doc, just a single page that shocks. Muller, please come through, because our only other option is a coup. On CBS, Stephen Colbert's The Late Show, just beginning its transformation into midnight gulag entertainment as Stalin might have imagined it, celebrated the holiday collusion season with Robert Muller's 12 Days of Christmas. Not to be outdone in security state comedy, Jimmy Fallon pumped out, You better watch out, you better not cry, you better not lie to the FBI, in a Springsteen rendition of Robert Mueller's Coming to Town. Sing it loud. It isn't fake news, for goodness sake. Along with the corporate productions came a slew of amateur efforts produced by ardent YouTubers. Each seems more amazing than the next in its childlike earnestness. Mueller Baby pleads, send in an indictment tonight. For sheer wine-set cringe, we wish you a Mueller Christmas set the standard. Nothing like bringing your minor children into your digital hanging posse. The Christmas songs, Muller Votive Candles, and $18 St. Muller Prince were comic flip sides to a miserably serious phenomenon. As the Durham report details, the national hysteria was engineered. Trump was mocked for calling it all a witch hunt because he was referring mainly to himself. But a witch hunt is what it was, and still is. Only the witches weren't just in the White House. They were everywhere and it was presumed all needed to be tracked down and exposed. 
Early on, CNN pioneered the now common practice of knocking on the doors of people accused of heretical beliefs. Sending reporter Drew Griffin to Florida to confront a clueless elderly Trump supporter about attending a Trump rally purportedly organized by the Internet Research Agency. On TV, people like familiar campaign trail scribe John Heilman wondered aloud about California's Devin Nunes. Is it possible that we actually have a Russian agent running the House Intel Committee on the Republican side? Nunes fell under suspicion because he was the first to start disclosing facts Durham just fleshed out in detail that the criminal investigation of Donald Trump was based on vapor, a conspiracy theory concocted by actually colluding Confederates in the Clinton campaign, CIA, FBI, and news media. Remember, at one time it was denied that the Clinton campaign was connected at all to the infamous Steele dossier, which was used to dupe, we hope, the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Court. Thanks for listening to the free version of this article. To hear the full version, and for more articles and content, please subscribe at www.racket.news.